listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Father Luke from the Friars, and uh, this time I'm actually sitting in the car with a very, very dear friend. I, I almost said old friend, but no, I said dear friend. I want to introduce to you uh, a really special person that works with the Friars closely. It's, um, a man from Long Island, New York. Did I say that correctly? Yep. Long Island. Long Island. Charlie Moran. Hey, Charlie. How's it going? Hello, Father. How are you doing today? Well, I... Uh, you're driving, and I just woke up from a little nap, so <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. He didn't take a nap. He rested in the spirit. That's right. That's right. That's, that's, what, that's how we remember to do this. So, uh, Charlie, we're sitting here and making some good use of the time. Anybody who knows New York, there's lots and lots of traffic. We're coming back from just uh, a little event we had together. And uh, Charlie is an uh, amazing guy, if you don't mind me saying. It helps the friars in so many ways, especially with with uh, food things, but um, what we're going to talk about today is a little bit about this uh, ministry Charlie uh, heads up in a, you know, in a special way to do ministry in Haiti. So first of all, how did it all begin? Well, I, I kind of forget the details on that part. Well, in 2003, Father Benedict Rochelle asked me to go down to Haiti with uh, three of the friars, and it was... Uh, Father Conrad, it was then Brother Anthony, who's now Father Anthony, and Brother Chavel. And I really didn't want to go. I had three kids in Catholic school. My tuitions were choking me. And he said, well, you're going. He said, it's almost going to benefit you, so it's not going to cost you any money. Um, if someone offers you a free trip, run. <laughs> it didn't cost me anything that year, but that was in 2003, and now I've been going to Haiti every year since. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so t- tell us a little bit about how, like, how, you know, Charlie's got these, let me give an introduction here. Charlie's got amazing gifts. Everybody's got gifts from God. And uh, Charlie's got these gifts for, how, how would we say it, like organizing and yeah. getting things done. And so what's, what does the process look like to get supplies down there and like what are some of the things that happen when you go down for like the January trip? Well, January trip this year, January 3rd to the 11th, we will be building 50 houses, 50 latrines. We'll be giving out food to the poor for 2,400 people, enough food for a month. Uh, Every Monday from my house, I ship um, clothing, shoes, food, medicine that people just drop off and fill up my garage. And people mail us the checks, the prior suppliers, to help pay for the postage, uh, the shipping. It cost me $1,800 every single Monday to ship the barrels in by the power of St. Joseph. Each week, we have the money. So each week, I kind of devote it to a different aspect of our trip, whether it be shipping nails or hammers or, or saw blades or, you know, or concentrating on, on the food aspect where... We need to put uh, food into plastic bags, but in Haiti there's no big stores. Like there's no uh, Lowe's or, or Home Depot or big supermarkets for us to go buy this stuff. So in two miles, the freeway is on the left. It's just easier to buy everything, ship it down. It does take six weeks to get it from point A to point B. 
So, uh, so Charlie, you basically at this point, uh, you end up going personally going down to Haiti about how many times a year? Uh, this time, this year, I've gone five times already, just just to go down and be be with my friends um, and try and see where they're coming from and see how I can help them. So, like one of the key things that kind of makes this whole thing work would be local people in Haiti that we kind of know and trust and kind of helping to receive the, the goods that are shipped down there and tell us a little bit about like the different people that you've kind of gathered as your team. I have one man named Joseph who speaks English and he's probably my best friend in the world and he makes everything happen because it's his job to accept the barrels when they arrive in Haiti. It's his job to empty the barrels and if it has a certain person's name on it, it's his job to make sure that, that person receives the box each month at Friars Fire Saturday. We we packed 16, we packed 48 ba uh, boxes of items going to 16 different people, and they get rice, and they get black beans, and they get kidney beans, and they get oil. This is what keeps some of my friends alive in Haiti, just are uh, sh shipping the food every single Monday. Then Joseph empties the barrels, and Joseph takes care of organizing the trips. Um, I, I constantly am emailing him and WhatsApping him. Uh, I think you meant to say WhatsApp. WhatsApp? Okay, WhatsApp. Well, <laughs> it's WhatsApp in Haiti, I think. It's sometimes. <laughs> so Joseph is in charge of answering all the emails. And uh, now that I know the two different ways, I, I'll put uh, five, uh, five messages on each one that he has to keep up with. That's awesome. Is there a religious order of brothers also that we connect with? Or? Yeah, I work with the Little Brothers of St. Therese. He's on the left. I work with the Little Brothers of St. Therese. It's a Haitian community founded by um, this, this man who he formed the, the community just to work with the poor. And I love working with the poor, so we kind of, I've read their constitution. I don't, I don't violate their constitution. I try and give them things so that their little brothers can live out their rule because in Haiti, there's no rich people. It's not like in the United States where they have rich benefactors. These brothers themselves just about to starve. I've, I've been down there where their food room does not have all that much food in it for themselves. That's amazing. You know, I, 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 each month I feed the friends our fries and sisters through donations. And if you wanted to go to our website, Fryer Supplies, you could read all about what we do on a monthly basis. Yeah, and I'll make sure I put a link to that website in the description of the podcast there. But um, so, uh, all just overwhelming to hear about all the different things, you know, and the, the work and the people and everything. So, give us those. Like, you're getting down there in January. You've got some lay people with you. You've got some friars and some sisters with you. Like, how does it go down, right? Because there's some evangelization. There's some building projects. There's food projects. There are medical projects. How, Give yeah, us the rundown. Well, we have we 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 feed we're gonna build 50 houses, 50 latrines, give food out to 2,400 people. We'll have two different evangelization programs. One will actually be a youth 2000 this year for the first time. Oh, that. Yeah, we've never done a youth 2000 in Haiti. Yes, we'll even have a burning bush. We'll get buildings down there, but I've already shipped down 120 candles to go on it. Um, I ship a lot of the items down that I need for a project because it's just too hard to get anything in Haiti. Um, right. Continue on the current freeway, and then the freeway is on the right. Um, so, 
that's the GPS talking to us. So is that the the candle phone call you took a, a little bit earlier today? Was yes, it is. yes, it is. So U two thousand is a Eucharistic centered evangelization kind of retreat for young people that we do here in the U S. Actually, all over the world, we're going to be trying to do some Eucharistic centered evangelization in Haiti as well, gathering every round around our Lord Jesus. We build like a, an altar of adoration with candles on it. It's uh, called the burning bush, kind of reminiscent from that story in the Old Testament. That's what Charlie was talking about. So there'll be some kind of evangelization and prayer going on uh, within the buildings. Will there be any medical people on this yeah, one? We now? have 10 doctors and nurses coming down. And about three years ago, Father John Paul, who's the, uh, the community servant, he decided that he liked our program. So all the brothers that are in, are, that are in temporary vows, First year TPs, as they're called, they get to come down to experience the Haiti. This year we have seven, seven TPs coming, and uh, three Franciscan sisters coming on this trip. And they, they, they work. They do a lot of evangelization work, but they also do building work. Yeah, some of the brothers are pretty handy with the hammer. <laughs> and uh, you know, from like our perspective, it's been such a blessing. For the friars, especially you know, in formation, to get an experience of a, a, a different country like that, and uh, to have some hands-on work with the poor, and kind of part of our own charism and all the houses where we're living, trying to take care of people. Um, so, uh, if people, not everybody, could do something like going on a mission trip to a, a country, uh, what, are, what are ways many people are listening? It could be kind of partnering and supporting and being a part of, of what you're doing there. How, how do they, how could they contribute? Well, Where do they find the info? If you go to the Friars Fire website, you know, like, I know that not everyone can come, but if you wanted to come, you're interested, you would just call me, because I, I don't usually say no to anyone to come and see Jesus Christ, because if you come on the, on the trip, on the trip to Haiti, I can guarantee left, you that you can see our Lord. Keep left. Mainly in the eyes of the children is where I always see them. Because, you know, we have the programs I talked about, but then there's also other ones. We work at a, a handicapped orphanage. You know, and my heart goes out to these, I got 35 kids, that it's my responsibility to keep them fed. It's my responsibility keep to keep them. Keep left. To go to the doctors and stuff. And I have, then I have 100 blind men that rely on me to get fed every single Wednesday. So the projects go on keep and on left. and on. And then, and I the keep, freeway is on the left. I keep on wondering when God is going to say enough is enough, but uh, we have 16 projects going on this coming January, which is like three more than last year, but you know, God doesn't give you more than he can handle, and I'm really fortunate where I have some great people, great Americans that come down with me that never say no to me, and I just keep on throwing more and more weight on their shoulders. The and freeway is on the left, and then the freeway is on the right. And Make up your mind, lady. No, sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. Go ahead. They they don't say no when I ask them to help, and they live. It's not just people from New York that come. I mean, we have a big congregation from uh, Vermont and another big congregation from Wisconsin. So God sends people from all over the United States. I even have a man coming from Mississippi this year for the first time. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, but uh, and I've been I, I've gone probably. 65, maybe 70 times. I'm hoping to go back the first week in December. And then our trip is January 3rd to 11th. And we kind of work the around the... way is on the right. And then exit 5 is on the right. 
we work our trips around the seminarian schedule, so if any of the seminarians would like to come, we can accommodate them. Yeah, that, that's been a great blessing. And you know, Charlie, I, I personally have never been on this trip, although, you know, I know you were on EWTN with Father Benedict and, and different avenues to kind of get the word out, and a lot of the brothers at my friary have gone. And, uh, it, you know, it's interesting. Haiti is not that far from the U.S. Um, a very, uh, a long history. Exit 5 is on the right. Here we are, sorry. How do you turn that off? Okay. Yeah, we're really high-tech here. What would you like to do? Uh, we want to go to heaven and see Jesus. That's what we want Cancel to do. Cancel route. <laughs> um, so, Haiti's not that far. They have a long history of suffering. What was that? Cancel route. Anyways. Your route has been canceled. Here we go. So, long history of suffering. And, um, and so you would think that here we are in the U.S. with this abundance that we have in our country and the ability and resources to do a tremendous amount of good, you know, like a dollar would go so much further down there than it goes here. Um, and so it would be easy to think, okay, you know, here we are, the haves, going to these other people in Haiti who are the have-nots, and that we can kind of, like, do things for them. And, I'm probably, you know, on one level that's true, but on another level, especially a spiritual level, I think it's the opposite. You know, listening to the brothers talk about their experience after they come back and encountering the people and praying with the poor and that, uh, you know, as Jesus says in the gospel, to be rich, maybe not so much in the things of this world, but to be rich in the things of heaven and uh, the, the blessings that people have had, you know, receiving more than you're giving. So many of the brothers make that comment and uh, spiritual enrichment of being honored to go down and serve Jesus there. Um, so anyways, Charlie, thank you very much for uh, the, the way you use your gifts, the, the expression of your love for Jesus and for the church and for the poor. It's so edifying. And uh, the gifts that God's given you to kind of make all of that happen so smoothly. Uh, any closing uh, thoughts on that? When you come on a trip to Haiti, I always say that I get more out of it than the people get. I, I see Jesus every single time I go, and I'm not even looking. It's like the face of Jesus just comes to me. Wow. You know, I'll be sitting down, and a, and a young boy will come over, just wants to talk. And I, I always say that, that that was Jesus. Or if I see someone and I get selfish and I want to help, I'll go, hmm, maybe I should help the person because how do I know that the person that I don't want to help is not Jesus Christ himself? Yeah, amen. Matthew 25, Jesus said, whatever you did to the least, you did unto me. Um, so just to conclude, is it friarsuppliers.com? Yes, it is. The website mm -hmm. that's got the info and the phone number and ways the, that you can... Our new video that EWTN produced is up there. So, that yeah, today, right? They were uploading it today. So God bless you, everyone. Thank you for listening. This podcast was a little bit hilarious. All these <laughs> GPS interruptions. Uh, we're having an, an authentic New York moment, sitting in traffic and making our way through through uh, the streets. So we're almost back to the Friary. Um, God bless all of you, and uh, let's pray for one another. Take care.
been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans.